Welcome to Let's Talk Football with me, Chris. And me, Richard. The podcast bringing you the latest in football news. Every week we discuss all the big talking points from the world of football and preview all the action in the week to come. In this week's podcast, Southampton are the first confirmed casualties of the relegation battle who are going down after 11 years in the Premier League. Brighton all but end Arsenal's title hopes by beating them at the Emirates. And the race for fourth is heating up, with Liverpool closing in on the two Uniteds. Plenty to get on with this week. So, let's talk football. Hello, everybody. Hi, everyone. Welcome, Welcome to another week of Lay Podcast Day. Lay Podcast Day, eh? Yeah, yeah. It's both Spanish and French all at the same time. Nice. Um, well, we'll wait for the all-around-the-world bit for that. <laughs> however, however, um, I'm in a bit of a tricky predicament right now. Okay. Because on the one hand, I don't want Man City to win three leagues in a row. But? But I really don't like the way Arsenal fans have been behaving this season. <laughs> well, hopefully you're not going to have to worry about it. Well, unfortunately, I do have to worry about it because one of those two things are going to happen. Ah. Yes. And it's looking more likely I'm going to have to deal with the fact that Manchester City have won three Premier Leagues in a row. To equal your record. Yes. Which means but we did it. We've pass it. Yeah, but we've done it twice. So. Oh, okay. There we go. <laughs> we've done it twice. Um, yeah. So Brighton absolutely put a masterclass on. Oh, they were Arsenal. superb. Given how it's... badly they played last week. Exactly against Everton, and then that comeback. It was honestly one of the best performances I've seen in the Premier League. Let alone, you know, people were saying, "Oh, it's one of the best away performances." Ever. It's one of the best performances I've ever seen. They were superb. They soaked up the pressure. Yeah. And then they just went for it in the second half. They They were were phenomenal. The better team in the second half, I thought. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. They, you know, they deserved their win. They did. No doubts about that. Hundred percent. And it's um, it's really put Arsenal really on the brink of what I would consider to be an all right season, rather than what could have been a brilliant season. I was speaking to a friend who's an Arsenal fan. And yeah. I think if you'd have offered them second at the start of the season... 100%. 100%. But let's be honest. When they were all shouting in February, yeah. in January, we're going to win the league. We're going to win the league. We're winning the league. Oh, man, you've got to... But it's the way the attitude swapped instantly after the City defeat, the second City defeat. Yeah. And they were like, oh, well, you know, this City team's a good scene. Oh, if it wasn't for us, there wouldn't have been a title challenge this season. It's like, oh, come on. Now they're all coming out. But you were winning the league a month ago. What's what's changed? Where's that energy now? Have they bottled it? I mean, you look at the position that they were in. You look at how many days they've been top. I mean, it's literally... Isn't this the highest percentage a team have led the league season to not win it? Not win it, yeah. I think that's right, isn't it? I think that's right. I think that is the phenomenal of blowing it. I wouldn't say I have yeah. the expression bottled it anyway. Yeah, they, 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 you know, they have, they have spurs it. it. They've definitely spurs it. Oh, God, they're really going to hate that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that month of end, and this, this end, is... of, end of March where it all started yeah. to unravel. Yeah, it, well, well, it was April, wasn't it? The last, it was April the 1st was there, like, they had a win, and then they didn't win, didn't they, for, like, the rest they of that month. Liverpool, drew with West Ham, yeah. drew with Southampton, lost to City. So it was really April. Yeah. That really brought City back in. Yeah. Absolutely. 
Uh, there's been a debate going around. Yeah. Around whether if United have won a Carabao Cup and finished fourth, have they had a better season? Have they had a better season than an Arsenal that finished second? Thoughts. What What would I prefer? Would I prefer to finish second, or would I prefer to win something and finish fourth? Or have a champion? Yeah, in the Champions League and have a trophy. I would. Prefer or just to be have in the Champions League. Be in the Champions League, I think. Exactly. Get nothing for finishing second. No, you don't. So. And they're all, and that's what I think too. But I think you, you got to win stuff. <laughs> oh, no, we might not. But I'm saying that's why I use the word if, right? I use if the word if. If it ends up like that, then yes, you've had a better season than they have. Yeah. If it doesn't, then yeah, you'd say, well, Arsenal obviously have had a better season, yeah. even without the cup. Because they've got more points on the table. They've over, they've overextended themselves to they're what definitely they over, thought they were going to be. They've yeah. definitely overachieved, but I think the problem. It would be interesting to see how Arsenal do next season. Is this going to be their one and only shot, or was it the stepping stone? Well, they're going to have to go out and they're going to have to spend because everybody yep. around them will do the same. Well, Liverpool will be better next season. Liverpool will be better. Chelsea will be better. Chelsea will be better. Newcastle. I'm hoping, obviously, we're going to be better. Yeah, um, Newcastle will take another step forward. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, they're going to have to spend big if they're going to... St- Stay there. That's Absolutely. That's it. That's it, 100%. Will they? I think they will. I think they'll go out and spend in the summer, Arsenal. Well, yeah, they've got to, they've got to build on it, haven't they? They've got, you know to, what I mean? got to avoid what we didn't do. Yeah. They've got, to have, they've got to have a good season and build upon that. Don't just see yeah. it as a one-off. Yeah. Absolutely. Otherwise, they could find themselves struggling again next year. Yeah, and they could be down where we are. Absolutely, absolutely indeed. And then, obviously, uh, for City, it was very comfortable at Everton. It is once they got the first one. I, that first half hour, I thought that was, mm, OK, Everton, yeah. dangerous on the counter. Gundogan just has a, has oh, this thing, doesn't he, when it comes into a running. goal from Gundogan oh, yeah. as well. Yeah, but he just has a knack, doesn't he? When it comes to the crunch time in a season... He stands up. He does, doesn't he? He appears and he... Stands up and be counted. Yeah. Yeah. He's done it the last couple, well, both the last couple of seasons. I always just, in the back of my mind, I just, I always see Gundogan getting a goal at the back end of seasons and yeah. and getting getting breakthroughs and that important goals as well. Yeah. yeah. If he's allowed to leave in the summer, please come to North London. We need someone like you. I'd be surprised, to be honest, if they'd let him go. How old is he now? I'd be surprised if they did. Yeah. How old? How old is he now? Um, thirty. I want to say. Okay. I want to say 33. I will check. Yeah. Oh, 32. I want to back. 32. Okay. So he's still got plenty of gas in the tank. Absolutely. Yeah. So we'll see what what goes with that. I think. Yeah. I think I would be surprised if he left, though. To be honest. Well, he seems to be be an part of the team. Yeah. Absolutely. But then they said that about Cancelo. So. (laughs) True. (laughs) True. Yeah. Well. well, I mean, I, I was critical of that, but. Pep obviously they had his reasons. Ranging back to Man City, it doesn't sound like Bayern Munich are interested in taking him permanently. Oh dear, it's not gone well at all. But no, for Everton, I mean, it was always going to be an if they could, wasn't it? That one, you know, at home, could they pull off something? But the fact that they haven't, I don't think they should be too disheartened given the quality of the City team. No, and they've got two games that are winnable. Yeah, to come. They've got Wolves and they've got Absolutely. Bournemouth. 
They're yeah. two winnable games for them. I agree with that 100%. But we'll see how the title, the end of the title race is going to be. Um, let's switch it down then. Let's switch and go and talk about Southampton, who lost to Fulham 2-0, which confirmed their relegation. Yeah, went with a bit of a damp squib. Yeah, there wasn't really much of a fight, really. I mean, I did, and it, even when you know they were 1-0 down, you think, give us a bit of something. But it just seemed to be as if they were accepting of their fate at that point. Yeah. Well, I didn't realise that Odonchu, the guy that they bought in, hasn't scored yeah. in like 14 games. Yeah, it's not ideal. It's not ideal bringing in a striker in January and then he doesn't score. <laughs> yeah. It's not good. It's not helpful. It's no. not helpful. But yeah, I mean, they just they lost a lot of their experience, didn't they? Yeah, they gambled, to be fair, with that bringing in yeah. the youngsters. Obviously, it's quite telling that Alex McCarthy is back in the team now, whereas Bassoon has been in goal all season long. Yeah, well, it's a little bit... Well, maybe they'd already... Like I said, maybe it was a point where they just accepted yeah. the fate that was about to come upon them. But um, It was a very weird way to go out, I'll be honest. Yeah, and I don't see them coming back at the first time of Arsenal. I think it will be difficult for them. I think, you know... They're likely to lose Ward Price, aren't they? Yeah. Um, Theo Walcott's probably on a big way, so he won't be sticking around, I don't think. He'll be released at the end of the season. Lavia's another good one that they yeah. might well lose. Obviously, Basunu might well go somewhere else. Other than yeah. that, they haven't really got mm. the players that can get them back, I don't think. No, but they're going to have to have a big summer, Southampton. Yeah, they're going to have to maybe have a little look. But the thing is, if they can't invest, then that's a problem, isn't it? Yeah. Especially when you're losing your so you're losing your money as well. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how that kind of goes, really, and if they can bounce back. It is a shame. It's 11 years in the Premier League for Southampton, but next year it will be the Championship, unfortunately. Fulham finishing strong as well. Fulham are finishing strong, which, you know, they're still... Outside contenders. Well, they're going to finish above Chelsea. And I think if you'd have said that to them at the start of the season, they may well have committed you. Well, technically, it's not quite over yet. I mean... Chelsea, you've got nine points available to them and Fulham are eight points ahead. Yeah, but you... Fulham, one of Fulham's games is against Manchester United. I don't know what the other guy. All I know is that they're playing us. Crystal Palace. Okay, so Crystal Palace you know. at home. So I, I, I am calling it now. Fulham are going to finish above Chelsea. Okay, brave call, mind you. Chelsea have got to play United too, and I'm hoping we can win, beat both those teams. Yes, because I think I think that right. I think our last two games are Chelsea Fulham. You kind of need to at this point, though, don't you? It's oh, we've we've got to. Yeah, we've got to. I mean, we had a very important win. Chelsea and Fulham. Yeah. Very important win that we got against Wolves. We needed that. Thing is, um, because our home form has been so good, yeah. and two of our game, and two of our last, the two of the three games are at home. Yeah, you would fancy. Gives me hope. Yeah. So if if we can beat a Bournemouth that are already just down the road on the beach, yeah, away from home, well, I would fancy win, us. Everyone yeah. sort of just camped out now, huh? Just yeah, I'd, I'd fan. I'd, are a fact, but you know, there's, there's those games against teams that have nothing to play for can kind of go either way. Mm. Pressure's off them at that point; they don't need to worry about fighting for anything, so they can go out and play their football. Yeah. Or 
their head's gone, they're, they're on their holidays, and so the effort reduces by 10% or 5%. Yeah. Which hopefully lets us win. But we'll see how, how our games go. We needed that win against Wolves. We were very comfortable. Yeah. Even at 1 0. From the highlights. Yeah. Even at 1 0. It's yeah. nice to have Garnacho back in the team. Yeah. Uh, with Rashford being injured, that's huge to have him back because he has been really effective at times this season. Martial getting a goal in his in his normal in his normal like way of just going, yeah, just give me the ball. He just knocks it in. He's like, yeah, yeah, cool. Let's put it in. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. I've got a goal. You're right, guys. How's it going? (laughs) Um, as is his way. But uh, yeah, no, we needed that because obviously Liverpool are on the charge. They really are. Uh, and Newcastle, before we talk about the, the Liverpool-Leicester game, that's also a big thing at both ends of the table. Let's just yeah. quickly go. We'll go Leeds-Newcastle next, because Leeds are giving a bit of a fight of it. Yeah, that could be a very big point for Leeds. It could be a very big point, but also they have lost Firpo now, haven't they? Yeah, Firpo, it's only one game. Cause it's only one game, two yellows, yeah. yeah. But that could that could be a bit of a loss for them. He's been a massive part on that left that left back position for him. Yeah, and they got West Ham and Tottenham to play. Yeah, both winnable games. Both winnable games. Yeah. I think you know, looking at well, yeah, we'll come back to this in a minute, maybe. But looking at the table, you know, they they definitely, I think they need a win from one of their last two games. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. I don't think draws will do be enough for them. I was thinking about this the other day, so. Should we do it now? We'll do it now. We'll do it now while we're here. Okay, go on then. So, looking at it, so if Everton win one of their last two games, likely they'll win. They will either beat Wolves or they'll beat Bournemouth. Yeah. So that would take them to thirty-five. Yeah. Nottingham Forest have got two, what I would say, difficult ones. They're at Arsenal and then they're away. They're at home to Arsenal and then they're away to Crystal Palace. Mm-hmm. So. You're probably saying they're going to stay on 34, I yeah. would say. Okay. So if Leeds win one of their last two games, they will stay up on goal difference. Interesting. <laughs> That's not taking into fact that Leicester might well do something, but I don't think Leicester are going to do I don't that. think Leicester will. Let's talk about that game now, because, I mean, Liverpool have been on the charge, yeah. but Leicester... Oh, Leicester I just, just shot themselves in the foot. Yeah, so many I think times. I think Leicester shot themselves in the foot when they sat Brendan Rodgers. To be honest, looking at it now, yeah, because they haven't improved. I thought it was odd at the time to be honest, because yeah. he's he, he would have gotten something out of them at some point. Yeah, you know what I mean. And they wouldn't have done what they did against Liverpool. They literally just collapsed just before half yeah. the time. No, it was it wasn't good. And then there was no way back for him. And I just the, the confidence looked so low. Um, I don't know who they've got to play. Who have they they got left to play? Uh, So they have left to play. They are away to Newcastle on Monday. Mm -hmm. And then they are at home to West Ham on the final day. Well, by your logic, they need to win both of their games, don't they? They need to win both of those games. I think they're going to need to win both of them. There is a scenario that if... Everton pick up a win this weekend. They could even go down this weekend, Leicester. Yeah, no, they could. Well, yeah, if they don't win. If they don't beat Newcastle and Everton beat Wolves. Yeah, it's over for Leicester. Yeah. It'll be very, very close for, uh, well, Leeds 
will need a win, won't they, to get to Forest? Yes. So, so Leeds Forest need a win. The ones to catch, I think, at this point. Yeah. If if you take it in, if you take into who everybody's got left to play. Absolutely. Yeah. Forest are the ones that are most in danger because they've got two hardest games out of everything. What What would be interesting if Everton draw at the weekend? So we move them on to thirty three, and then they'd still need to beat Bournemouth to guarantee it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they wouldn't need necess- Well, yeah, they would. They wouldn't yeah. Necessarily need to do it, but you you'd want to, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, exactly. You'd want to. Because as you've but- said quite rightly, Leeds have a possibility they can beat us on the final day. We are yeah. shocking away from home. Well, I'm sure we'll uh, revisit this again next week as we yeah, close it on the final game of the season. Got it wrong. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll 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 revisit this again next se- uh, next week before the last game of the season. Uh, it, everything that you think it's tightly poised now, I think next week will be even even more so. Yeah, even more so. It's very very interesting what's going on. I mean that point. I think that point for Forest at Chelsea will prove to be that, quite big. That could be very very big. Yeah, you know they showed the fight. Point as well. Yeah, because you know they were what they they took the lead and then Raheem Sterling rocks up and goes, "Yeah, hi, I'm I'm still at Chelsea and I've still got something about me." Remember, remember uh, me. <laughs> remember me. I'm actually a very good footballer. Um, England's best player at the last World Cup. Yeah. Or whatever, or the World Cup before. At the Euros, yeah, um, and then and then they, they to do it four minutes later to get that, but it was huge, yeah, huge, and that's the fight that Southampton haven't been showing, and even Leicester, absolutely, yeah, Nottingham Forest have been, they've been doing that for probably about the last three or four games, yeah, and you think about the way that you know they brought all these players in, and everyone was talking about their togetherness yeah. and their and the, in that side of things, and actually they're the ones. That have shown it, dis- together. Yeah. yeah. Despite the fact that Leicester's team has won a league, practically a lot of those players were in the team that won the league. Yeah. Um, and and Southampton have been a squad that has been together for a while as well. And you just think, well, that is something that that has been brought together and and built on, despite all the changes that they've made. Naturally, there's a, there's a little fight in them, isn't there? Coming towards yeah. the end of the season as a it's unit, like as a team mentality. Yeah. Yeah. You know, everyone expects us to go down, so let's prove them wrong. Exactly. Um, very, very, very interesting to see that. Um, oh, oh, I know what you've been avoiding, but you know what? You can avoid it a little bit longer. Let's let's just talk about Palace. Ezzy with a couple yeah. against a Bournemouth team. No, they're safe. Yeah, and it showed. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, we're all good now. Thanks, thanks everyone. And we're going to stay in the Premier like... League. Roy's going to stay. I've read that rumour, yeah, that he's thinking about staying next season. I've, I don't know what it was then last season, whether he just, whether, whether there was people talking to him about, you know, or well, maybe it's time to move on or whatever, and he's just gone, actually, no, I don't want to. Well, I think Crystal Palace wanted to move in a different direction. By yeah. the sounds of it, obviously, Patrick Vieira was completely a different manager to what Roy Hodgson was. Absolutely, was yeah. Playing a different style of football, more passing, getting it down on the floor and trying to sort of knock it around. Yeah. But then they tried that with Frank de Boer, if you remember. Yeah, and that didn't work. And it didn't work. He had a terrible start of the season, didn't he, Frank de Boer, there? the first seven, I think, and then was sacked. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think it's a bad thing for Crystal Palace. No, I don't. But they need to have a long-term solution. 
Yeah, but I mean, if he's fit and he's healthy and he can do it, an extra year in the Premier League isn't going to harm Crystal Palace, is it? No, you know what I mean? No, and it, you, you would know, take that. They can identify somebody for the longer term in a year's time. Yeah. And maybe Roy go upstairs or something like that just to keep him involved. Yeah. We'll see how it all works. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that develops over the summer. Um, Brentford beating West Ham. Yeah. Again, the two teams that are sort of done this season. Well, West Ham have got one eye on their Europa League. Oh, their conference, the conference league. Yeah. Yeah. So, as far as, far as the league's concerned, yeah. As far as the league's concerned, though, uh, Brentford and West Ham are like, yeah, okay, we're, we're, we're good. We're good. We're done. Yeah. Brentford are going to struggle to go upwards. Yeah. And West Ham don't need to worry about going backwards. And they've had the big news today about Ivan Tony. Yeah. With his eight month ban. Yeah. Very setting. That's huge. I mean, to be fair, this was the time for him as well when he was just about to hit a level, wasn't he? You know, maybe get a big move this and summer. Talking about Chelsea or someone like that, yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't look like what he'll be back till January or January is it February? 16th is when he January the 16th. Play again. Now they're allowing him, so they're banning him from all football activity. Yeah. He's allowed to train from, I think it's about October. Right, okay. So he can keep his fitness up. So when he is, when his band does end, he can play. He can play. But it'd be interesting to see yeah, what kind of happens. Cause obviously, that's going to be the middle of the January transfer window. And Brentford are going to have to go and buy a striker in the summer. They need a striker, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they've got to, or even if it's just get get a loan, get a loan player in, yeah. can't they? But even then, you know, this was a big opportunity. Like I said, this season for Ivan Tony was a bit of a breakthrough for him. And it's going to take him a month to get back up to speed again. Well, yeah, and it might, you know, he might have to just... Next season could end up being... It could be quite easily, you know, you're coming back, you haven't played for eight months, you could quite easily get a, a little muscle injury. Yeah. Or something yeah. like that. But I'm sure he'll keep fit. I mean, he won't be able to train, train, but it, no, I'm sure he'll, he'll be able to stay fit. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But, yeah, big result for Brentford. Mm -hmm. Worried about them coming to Tottenham on Saturday, if I'm honest. Yeah, well, speaking of... Um, oh, God, being Tottenham, else, we? yeah, we've done everyone else. So, um, Jacob Ramsey and Douglas Louise said hi again. Well, Jacob Ramsey again after eight minutes. Tottenham just like, yeah, thanks. Do you know what? Have another goal. I was out. I missed yep. the first half of mm -hmm. half an hour. I came in, put yep. Sky Sports News on, saw yep. the score, and turned it over. Yeah, yeah, that happened. I mean. <laughs> Mr. Harry Kane's still got another goal, right? He's on his he's on his way up to two sixty. Yeah, absolutely. We could have gotten it from it had we started Pro playing probably about twenty minutes earlier. Probably won't do it in a Spurs shirt, but he's a goal closer. I'm still not sure about that. You're still not sure? I think I think I think if the Man United takeover happens. Which I I think there's been some movement in that with uh Yassim putting his Final, I'll, I'll put put it in inverted commas, final yeah. offer, because if they say no, there's a good chance I think he'll come back again. Well, you know I, think, I think he's determined. I think he's determined to get it, though. And I know a lot of people saying, oh, the Glazers aren't going to sell. Uh, you know, Simon Stone is coming out and saying, oh, it, it's you know, the Glazers might be looking to stay. But that's all. For me, that's all. It's all the negotiation stuff. They're getting stuff out in the public to try and, 
maybe bring Sheikh Jassim back to the table. And I think they'll get to a point where they need to make their decision between do they want their money now or do they want their money later? Yeah. If I was them, given... And I don't... You see, this is why I don't understand the logic behind it. Or maybe it's a stubbornness thing because the fans are so against them. Yeah. But if I was them, I'd be just like, Let's go. well, fine, I'm just going to take my money and go. But it might be a stubbornness thing from them to say, well, no, I don't want to go. You can't make me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And rumour has it, mm. uh, there was a, a small rumour, I don't know how to believe it or whether to believe it, that yeah. if Sheikh, what's his name, is unsuccessful in yeah. purchasing Manchester United, he might well look at us. I think you're uh, living in a pipe dream of hope because I, I don't see Daniel Levy. I don't see Daniel Levy being anywhere near that right now. Because well, you think about it, does, does Tottenham, as a club infrastructure, need investment right now? It doesn't, does it? Tottenham doesn't need any... any like the way that Manchester United need yeah. some investment in the infrastructure of the club. Yeah. Tottenham doesn't need that. You've got the ground, you've got the training ground, yeah. right? Which means everything else now is focused on bringing in players. But that you need. But that that thing you need to get right... Other than, other than, it's it's getting the people in. And Daniel Levy, from his point of view, he's looking at it, going, "No, I've built all this. Yeah, I'm not letting it go." Oh, please. Just that's that's know. the way. I, that's the way I think about. It. I, you know what I mean? If if it was like United turn around and, and the Glazers have gone, mate, this place is falling apart. We can't. We don't want. We don't want to do it. Yeah. But let's see if we can get. So, we don't want to fund it. Let's see if we can get someone else to fund it, which is essentially what they did in the first place. Yeah. That's not the position that Tottenham are in. No, but then on the flip side of that, obviously, if they wanted to buy the club, that's all you've got to do. The training ground is state-of-the-art, stadium state-of-the-art. Yeah. Yeah, you've but... anything into anything else because it's already but, there. But for a sale to happen, you need a seller. Yeah. And I don't think Tottenham is up for sale. For the right price, everything's for sale. This isn't the million-dollar man. Ted DiBiase's not coming up. <laughs> <laughs> to do that for you, right? That's not going to happen, unfortunately. Damn it! So no, I, I would, I would take that with a pinch of salt because I think Mr. Yassim, Sheikh Yassim, he's a, and he's a Man United fan as well. Yeah, I'm sure he is. And he actually is because <laughs> you can see tweets from him from years ago. But anyway, <laughs> we've talked about the Premier League for far too long today. So why don't you let me know what's going on in the rest of the world? So, what's going on in the rest of the world? So, we're going to start this week in La Liga, where Barcelona claimed their first title since 2019 after beating bitter rivals Espanyol 4-2. They had to make a hasty retreat from the pitch during the celebrations, though, after the Espanyol, start, after the Espanyol fans started to invade the pitch. It's a very funny video if you can find it online. They literally are running for their lives because... That's a nasty situation if they stay out there. Anyway, to Serie A, where the lights have gone out on Sampdoria after losing to Udinese last week. The race to avoid joining them is on after Spezia's shock win over Milan, leading to the Milan players being told some home truths by their way support at full time. I should imagine that probably happened last night in the Champions League as well. To the Bundesliga, where Bayern Munich and Dortmund continue to trade blows. Dortmund put five past Mönchengladbach, only to be outdone by Bayern, who put six past Schalke. To Ligue 1, where PSG put five past 
Allonge with red cards for each side in that game. Lons made it four straight wins, but the gap is still six points with only nine left on the table. Surely PSG are on for the title, it would seem. To the A-League, where it's advantage Central Coast Mariners in their semi-final with Adelaide United. They lead 2-1, whereas the other semi-finals all square at one all between Sydney FC and Melbourne City going into the weekend's games. In the MLS... The referees had their hands full this weekend with seven red cards dished out across the 12 games. In the National League playoff final, Notts County came from behind twice to beat Chesterfield 4-3 on penalties at Wembley. In the divisional playoffs to go into the National League, Oxford City will be playing National League football for the first time after beating St Albans 4-0 and Kidderminster beat Brackley 2-0 in the Northern section. And it's congratulations to Chelsea and commiserations to Manchester United in the Women's FA Cup final. Sam Kerr's goal settled it in Chelsea's favour in front of a record Women's FA Cup final crowd of 77,390. Oh, we should have won that game. We had so many chances to I mean, win that game. The first couple of minutes or so and you had one literally oh. the start. Well, I mean, we had the goal. I mean... Uh, Ella Toon's off by like a minuscule amount, but it is offside. It is offside. But we had we had chances after that. We should have we could have beaten them. We could have beaten them. I thought Sam Kerr was injured as well, and I was uh, I was quite excited. I was like, oh okay, I was optimistic. I think, but they're going to do us in the league as well because they can win. They're, their last two games in the league are so bad. They're so easy. I mean, Reading aren't brilliant. Bless them. And I'm not sure who the other game is, but I can't remember who the other game was against, but they're winnable. Meanwhile, we've got to play City. We've got the derby this weekend. Ah. So, uh, yeah. And they will take great pleasure in stopping you winning the league. Oh, they've already played their game in hand, so they're now two points ahead of us. Oh, oh brilliant. So, <laughs> yeah. Unlucky us. Yeah, indeed. Uh, Chelsea looking like they're going to do the double, but... For the Manchester United women's team, what is really exciting is that we should get Champions League football at this point. Which is huge. If we'll take. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because it's top three, isn't it, in the WSL? I believe so. Yeah. So that's huge for us. Uh, and if we can do it by being second as well, I think that'll be massive. Because being, be, being ahead of that Ars- that women's Arsenal team is big. Yeah, it's a but big thing. Yeah. It's a shame we couldn't get a trophy this year because I think the, they've deserved a trophy. Like they've been brilliant in that league all season. They were brilliant in the cup. They, you know, fair play. Sam Kerr is just the difference for Chelsea in these big games all the time. Um, so, yeah. Very, very good. But anyway, we move on. We move on. Uh, what is Donis up to? So, Donis Avtijaj in the Austrian Bundesliga. This is our football manager, Wonder Kid, from 2016. Hartberg, they won again. Yes. Two wins on the bounce for Hartberg now. Let's go. No goal for Donis, a yellow card instead this time. I'm sure it was important that he took that yellow card. Absolutely, 90th minute, so yeah, probably was. So they have three games left to play. Yeah. They could potentially, if they keep this run going, they could potentially make the Europa Conference League next year. Exciting. Yeah, so they play Wolfsburger at the weekend, and we'll see how they get yep. next week. Indeed, we'll see how that all plays out. Uh, right then, do you want to take us through this weekend's 
Premier League fixtures in what yeah. is going to be a very big weekend, I feel. Yeah, we are in the penultimate weekend of the Premier League season. And it starts at Saturday lunchtime with my hands over my eyes as Tottenham face Brentford. Then Liverpool play Aston Villa at three o'clock. Wolves take on Everton. Bournemouth take on Manchester United. Fulham take on Crystal Palace before the 5.30 game. Nottingham Forest versus Arsenal. Then there are three games on Sunday. West Ham and Leeds is at 1.30. 2 o'clock, Brighton, Southampton. 4 o'clock, huge game. And a potential title-winning one as Manchester City take on Chelsea before maybe the last rights are led. Maybe the last rights are read to Leicester City as they face Newcastle at St James's. Yes, it's going to be a big weekend of Premier League football, as it always is. We've got playoff finals as well this weekend, so plenty of action to see. Good luck to all of those teams. Uh, but for now, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Don't forget you can get in touch with us at Let's Football Pod on Twitter. You can email us at letsfootballpod at gmail.com. But for now, we will see you all next time. So enjoy this weekend's big weekend of football. 